Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 22. I am your host, Jasmine Star... I fucked it up. (laughs) Welcome back to Dear... (laughs) Let me have this. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 22, the show where we answer all of life's kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. And I'm your guest. Or am I a guest? It's or Mimi are you a guest? <laughs> it's Mimi time. Uh, so that's a great question. Because you are technically not the guest. Oh. What the heck is up with that? I don't know. It's my third time on the show. I basically live here now. I'm, you know, I'm on your couch. <laughs> that's basically how it works. I'm a couch gremlin. You've, you've been on the show twice before. Now you're coming back with the U-Haul. <laughs> I'm moving <laughs> it. I'm allowed to make that joke. I am a queer woman. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Mimi is on the show this time, not as a guest, but as the co-host. So big round of applause for Mimi. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so Z mm. is taking a bit of a hiatus. He's got a lot of life stuff going on. He told me to tell everyone just hiatus. Everything's good. He's just like doing life stuff. I said that is a okay. So we've got Miss Mimi. <sighs> I said that through a yawn. We're starting early this episode. It's gonna be a good one. She's very tired. I am. We're recording a bit later on. I had a nap. So we'll see how it goes. There we go. Stifled that one. <laughs> I'm good at this. I'm good at my job. I mean, I'm not going to say you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of my job, Patreon shoutouts. Uh, okay, so in the $15 center tier, which gets you free, well, not free, sorry, which gets you homemade custom porn of whatever you want within my boundaries, sent directly to you, we have Daddy, Daddy, who says... Well, Jazzy Baby loves to mush her messy diapers and her f- uh, beach balls. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, what, Imp what says, was that? What was that? My sh- my I, I didn't quite hear that. What was that? Imp says, my shout out is to all the LGBTQ babies listening. You are loved and valid. Stay truly you. And then Aww. Princess Sarah writes, be thankful with what you are now and keep fighting to be what you want to be tomorrow. Wholesome. Wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. And then in the $10 fetishist tier, which doesn't get you custom-made porn, but it does get you monthly porn from yours truly, which this month, spoiler alert, is going to have speckles in it. Um, so that is Achilles and Briah, which neither of you sent me your fucking shout-outs, so make that shit happen, boys. Uh... In the $5 Kingster tier, we've got Casa, Juicebox, and Til- Phil258. I can speak English. And in the $1 tier, Fluffy Nate and Twinkie Fluff. Thank you all very much for staying on the ride. It is very much appreciated. And then in the Ruka fundraiser, uh, it is up to $825. You can still donate now, which please Please, 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 if you don't donate to the Patreon, at least donate to the Ruka fundraiser because she could really use it in these trying times. And you'll get a shout out on the show. Link is on at oddswithgod.com. Mimi, we rushed through the intro because we got a lot of questions. We do. Holy. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting really good at that intro now, though. It's just like like clockwork. You could say that, I suppose. Yeah. We're like 22 episodes into the show. I think I, I'm starting to get it. 22 episodes. You're still tripping over your words. It's okay. You'll learn them one day. Wow. Wow. It has been nonstop for like the past two days. Oh, I know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean specifically just like the teasing me. Between, between the two servers on Discord I frequent, 
all y'alls have been just like annihilating me. I mean, can you blame us? I mean, I am <laughs> kind of right now. <laughs> well, that's okay. That's You'll okay. Like, wow. Like <laughs> wow. What's the first question? <laughs> In the immortal words of Daddy Gray, I didn't see you red. <laughs> oh my God, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> invoking my daddy's words it's on public twitter it's not my fault just saying it is on public twitter you know what else is on public twitter what's that uh a masterpiece of a tweet where <laughs> it's a picture he was he was making cake earlier so i took a picture of his butt while making cake and he said oh. <laughs> and i wrote the man with the cake who makes the cake and he's just like <laughs> that's my butt and that's like, yes, you are correct. <laughs> Cake does indeed mean your butt. Congratulations. <laughs> you, you've picked up on Zoomer lingo. Thank you for the obvious Mr. Sherlock. <laughs> Thank you. No Sherlock doctor shit. Anyway. I'm, I'm just saying. I watched the entire Avengers movie with two different Sherlock's in it, and not a single time did any of them say no shit Sherlock, and I am disappointed. Oh, fuck. There are two Sherlock's in that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. That's a really random tangent, but just think about that for a second. Not a single time what? anywhere in that movie did either one of them say no shit Sherlock, and they missed out on the most golden opportunity of a lifetime. I don't know how my brain never parsed that because both of them are such fucking daddies. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm, mm, yum. That that's a server topic for uh, when all of you hear this. Who who's better, Benedict Cucumber Patch or Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> because I can't decide. Ah, uh, Benadryl Cucumber Patch. Oh, jeez. Benadryl cucumber patch. Oh, oh my God! Yes. Anyways, what's the first question? <laughs> what so is we have this show? lovely question from Miss Wawemon, otherwise Wawemon. known as Miss Lemon, the citrus flavored dumb. Pronouns. Otherwise, she otherwise known as Aridin from the webcomic Homestuck. <laughs> Dear Jazzy, what is the superior play place? A ball pit or a bounce house? Love and hugs and cookies from Miss Women. Uh, bounce house, no contest. Especially in these times, because ball pits could have, could easily, they have a higher likelihood of having, like, the ronies all over it. You know what I mean? Ball pits are disgusting. Ball pits are disgusting. They are also fun. You know, as evidenced by all the time we spent in the ball pits at Cap, but also I mean, bounce houses. I, I'm just going to say this. Having worked at a kid's playground and having to have to been the person who cleaned out the ball pit, I wouldn't wish that job on anybody. That sounds like a story. That sounds like a podcast story. That sounds like a podcast story that needs to be shared. That's not a good story. Ew, uh, you don't want the things that you find <laughs> in the I literally pit. almost I literally almost retorted. This is that's not a good story. This isn't a good podcast. <laughs> what? I'm, sorry. I'm spicy this, tonight. This question, everybody, we've bullied her so much. She's bullying herself. It's true. My <laughs> self-confidence has hovering around negative a thousand. <laughs> Basically, Anyways. Is, I used to work at a kid's indoor playground type deal. And like I had to go and uh, one night we were, you know, tearing down. I had to do the ball pit that night. And when you clean a ball pit. Now, keep in mind, we had two of them. And it was. Oh. You have Ew. to take out all the balls. And sanitize all the balls. And then you have to sanitize the pit. And let me tell you, you don't want to know the kind of shit that you find in there. That's you not even probably a fine. You, you find shit. 
it's awful. It's it's really awful. They're they're a sanitation hazard, and frankly, just no, just no, just no. I'm sorry. I was squicked out. <laughs> I was I was squicked by the ball pit that adults were enjoying at Cap. I don't even mm. want to know what a like standard ball pit like what secrets it hides. Fuck that. You don't when you no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not even going to go into it. That's some dark shit. It's dark shit. So on um, conversely, when you're in a ball pit as an ABDL, largely you just like sit there. And, like, throw balls at each other, and that's it. Whereas a bounce house, you are, like, active and moving, and it's, like, fun and exciting. And, like, there have been, like, a bunch of of inflatable furries who do panels that have bounce houses in them. And there's, like, a mini-con called Get Out the Float, where they rent out an entire, like, one of those indoor bounce house, like, mini, like, amusement building things. They rent out the whole thing for the night and they just like fill it up with those giant pool toys like speckles that I have and they just go wild you can fill up a bounce house with like pool toys and shit and have like a wild good time and it's way better than a ball pit in my humble professional opinion you heard it here folks better than a ball pit better than a ball pit as a professional pool toy humper pants pisser that is my professional opinion I'm a professional. <laughs> All so, right. Thank you, Miss Lemon. <laughs> yeah, we knocked that one out of the park. What's the so, next one? We have a question from Imp. Pronouns he, him. Dear Jazzy, for littles just starting in the community, what are some good starter shows and toys slash activities that you feel help get into little space easier? Additionally, if someone is trying to branch out and meet folks, what would you recommend? That's a great question. It is a great question. I think it largely depends on, like, the age group the little falls into. Like, personally, for me, I think Lazy Town is the dopest shit ever recorded, personally. Um, I used to be really into Paw Patrol, but not too much anymore because ACAB. And also, mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. I, I personally would always say Lazy Town because Robbie Rotten is a fucking god. And also, <laughs> he's just, I'm not even saying that for the meme. Like, the actor is really attractive. <laughs> like, all the adult actors on Lazy Town are, like, not bad looking. Like, all two of the grown ass adults who play characters on that show. I can see it. Um, yeah, for real. Um, Sesame Street's a really good one, depending on age range. That one's just really cute and wholesome. And it's written on multiple levels. So, like, SpongeBob. So, there's, like, stuff for the parents, and then, obviously, stuff for the kids. So, it's, like, still, like, engaging a bit. Um, a safe bet is always stuff from your childhood. Like, find it online, download a season, and just, like, binge that while sitting on the floor or in a blanket for it. And I can guarantee you'll have a good time. Uh, you know, that's what that's what I would say. I agree with. I don't know. I think I agree with everything that you said. One show that I would toss in there, if you're looking for something that is really good for multiple age ranges, there is a show. I don't know if it like aired in the states or anything, but in Canada, there was this super big show on PBS called Zabumafu. That Zabubafu. show was legit yes. with the Crap Brothers, and yes. like we're talking engagement for like little, littler littles. You can get to see the animals, you get to have the fun for the older little littles. Little littles love it. Stuff. Middles love it. Oh yeah, Zabubafu love it. Legit. And I, as a caregiver, I can say I love it because you know what? It gives me so many awesome opportunities to poke and prod questions and little fun things about teasing my little or questioning them or quizzing them and just getting them engaged with that show also the Krat brothers like come on they're awesome god damn yes they're so great like my mom used to watch that show with me growing up yeah 
and she was like, this is awesome. This is great. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot Zabumafu. Also, on pretty much all the 90s lineup of PBS, and that's not me being hashtag 90s kid. I know I'm old. Get over it. Which, by the way, my birthday is in... I can count. Seven days. Yay, birthday. Hey, hey I'm 25. I'm old. I am old. But um, hey, Arthur... Babbler. Okay, Babbler. But Arthur is another amazing Canadian TV show that was yeah. on PBS in the States. Um, and that that show doesn't get enough hype. Absolutely. It's still going. There's it's still, still no episodes mm, coming out. I mean, it is, but at what cost? Because it's animated in, like, Flash. Like, I mean, new ground it's quality sure Flash. not the same, but, like... It's, um, that and like a bunch of the voice actors are different and it's like eh. yeah I mean, yeah. yeah I do say though you know in a lot of cases for that too like middles get overlooked a lot in the community and one show yes. that I think is especially good for middles is I think it's actually another PBS show just watch PBS everybody it's clearly just watch the best PBS. Um, <laughs> Art Attack it's sponsored for, by the for, National Science Foundation just do it you can watch like i think bill nye was like pbs maybe oh yeah you can watch art attack art attack especially if you if you love anything art just the things they do on that show are ridiculous and it's so much fun i highly recommend it what are you doing daddy just came up and is now what are you doing i was cleaning you oh thank you (laughs) thank you I love you too. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> he literally just came up and started just grooving me. I'm not complaining. I'm just confused. Because you're a dirty baby. Wow. Shots I'll fired. have you know, I'm very hygienic. I'm infinitely more hygienic than like 99% of AP deals. Don't run away. <laughs> he just charged down the stairs. I love this show. So, yeah, no, those are really good suggestions. Yeah. And as far as uh, meeting people goes, like, it's all about comfort level, right? You know, right. you can reach out to, like, local munches are a great place to meet people. Um, there's usually, you can find local events, um, really cool chat rooms like the Dear Jazzy Discord server. Or hey. one plug in the usual bet on S&P Discord server. Some really good places to meet awesome folks. Just saying. Just saying. But yeah, no, those chat rooms are really great. Uh, there are a lot of not great chat rooms, and that was the topic of discussion in SP this morning. And we talked yeah. ad nauseum about a lot of them. So just be careful. But also, you know, don't be afraid to get out and meet people. Just, you know, be discerning, and you'll be fine. Yeah, make sure you always take precautions for yourself. Make sure your safety always comes first. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What is the next one? Literally one that needs very in-depth answers and investigation because it's from Ashy. Pronouns she, her. Dear Jesse. <laughs> Will I ever ask a real question, or are you condemned to suffer my nonsensical queries? Uh-huh. I love how we just went dead silent after that <laughs> terrible goddamn pun. We just let it sit. We just let the audience sit with it. I'm not going to edit that awkward pause. I'm, I'm leaving just saying, all of this in. With the number of times that I tell bad dad jokes to her... You're probably screwed. You're going to have so many puns on your show. But you're a mommy. So does that make them just like, does it make them mom jokes or caregiver jokes? Hmm. I mean. Because I feel like the term dad joke is not very gender inclusive. It's not. I will agree with that. Um, Caregiver jokes are better. But when Mimi tells them, they're just better. <laughs> they're Mimi jokes. Just saying. 
That's valid. Hey, here's one for uh, you. Do you know what kind of bee produces milk? Oh, no. Boobies. Tell me. Boobies. That's what kind of bee produces milk. Uh, <laughs> right. I oh, warned you. No. <laughs> oh, the waveform on that was so crunchy. That's so bad, Mimi. That's really not good. That's <laughs> severely not good. <laughs> that's okay. Because that's no, what it's <laughs> no, it's not okay. Actually. That was I'm just abysmal. saying you groaned and laughed, so uh, it served a purpose. <laughs> read the frickin' question, please. <laughs> oh, no. So this is from Princess Sarah. She, her. Dear Jazzy, if money wasn't an option and someone wanted to build you your own nursery, what do you think it would look like and what would you have in it? So I'm, I'm, I think... Just for like wording, if money wasn't if, an object. If, if if money was was not a problem, sure. And somebody was going to build you a nursery. What what what's going to look like? I can tell you exactly what that would look like, um, because I'm actually, Daddy and I have been in talks with uh, Nif Unka Nif, who, who is in our server as well as the SMP server, who is Ruka's daddy. We've been talking to him for. Here's the first yawn edit. We've been talking to him for a little over a year, maybe like year and some change about because uh, he's a woodworker up in Newfoundland. And we've been talking to him for a while about um, about a crib commission. And then when Daddy and I got together, he said, you know, Eventually, you know, I want to bequeath unto you a nursery. And then I cried and was wholesome. And he said, you know, I am an old man at 28. And I said, fuck you. And he said, watch your mouth. And he said, as an old man, to which I guffawed at, uh, changing your diapers hurts my back. And I said, you know, that's valid. So he said, the things that he wants in the nursery are a changing table but most importantly for him is a rocking chair is a oh. good sturdy oh. wooden rocking chair. A man after my own heart. Oh. <laughs> so it sounds like you have some feelings on rocking chairs. Please tell Yo, me, tell us. Rocking chairs are so legit. So legit. But like, so I legit. want like a double seat rocking chair. Like I want like one of those, like, like, like porch swing size bench rocking chair so I can get that nice cute little snuggle up on my lap without you want to fit oh without the <laughs> I'm just saying you've seen you've seen my art I'm gonna have them on my lap boobs are coming out nursing's gonna happen it's gonna be hot it's gonna be wholesome it's gonna be great and i need that big ass fucking rocking chair because you know i want them to be comfy i don't want them hanging off the side <laughs> it's gonna be oh great episode title whip out the boob <laughs> <laughs> whip out I mean, the boob if you don't have a bottle you get it from the tap yep <laughs> Oh my god. I, I'm not laughing at you because I think that's funny and making fun of you. I was just not prepared. Nothing in the world could have prepared me for that. That was magical. Um, so I agree. <laughs> Rocky chairs are great. Um, there's something whew, there's something like especially littling about like like a nice solid like wooden rocking chair not like a recliner not like a dad like, seat but like a it's rocking gotta be like, chair and it's got to be like laminated wood yes like, like pressure treated laminated curved wood yes they were just talking about um uh furniture on the usual bet uh on the last episode and i was shocked that no one said rocking chairs 
Clearly, because... they don't know the power of whipping out the boob. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think that house full of lesbians is well aware of the power of whipping out <laughs> boobs. Did, right. did I tell you the story? I mean, hold on. You... I, I'm pretty sure everyone knows that I'm pretty much... I'm not a nudist. I just choose to be naked a lot of the time. I've, you so already knew this, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not surprising. So <laughs> when I visited the Starlings at Colossal Con last year, which is where we really like hit it off initially, um, I went there and, you know, unsurprisingly, I was clothing optional because they said... Oh, this is a clothing optional room. I was like, cool. Titties are everywhere. <clears throat> whipped him out. All, all two of them. And so I whipped it out. And then while I was splinting Chloe's finger, uh, I was still naked. And then there were so many jokes about like, oh man, Nurse Jazzy is nursing Chloe back to health. And it was just oh, a really God. funny image. Because she was like really, really, really not sober. So thankfully, mm-hmm. she wasn't fe- she wasn't feeling it too much. That sounds and like then, Chloe. Yep, <laughs> yep. I've had many not sober adventures with her. She's fun, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, no. It's <laughs> that's a mental image. Just like pouring vodka on one of her cuts to disinfect it and splitting her <laughs> finger with like plastic spoons and medical tape. Okay, and MacGyver. <laughs> I, I mean, it worked. She went to urgent care and the doctor said, whoever splinted your finger uh, did a great job and like really saved it. And I was like, hell yeah. I didn't get kicked out of Boy Scouts for nothing. <laughs> Turns out they don't like Boy Scouts with boobs when I was in there. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So that's a story. Uh, back to the question at hand, talking about furniture in our dream nurseries. <laughs> Um, if money wasn't an object, uh, crib, changing table, uh, rocking chair, uh, those are non-negotiable. But if money was not an object, like if I literally was like Elon Musk levels of rich, uh, I would, and this is assuming I would, oh, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, sorry, I clicked on something. There we go. Uh, oh, ew, Microsoft Internet Explorer. I don't want you. Get off my podcast, please. Internet Explorer, sitting in the corner, eating glue. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. But, you know, if I was Elon Musk levels of rich and I had like a castle or like a mansion or something. And my nursery slash playroom was fucking gigantic. Uh indoor playground slash castle easy indoor playground uh like the old style like 90s wooden playground not like the not like the the mid 2000s stuff that came later would be so dope to have inside because i don't like going outside i literally uh we went to go get ice cream and in the 10 minutes i was in the car i got a sunburn I didn't even leave the car. So having all that inside would be great. And that's my, that's my answer to the question. It's very thorough. Thank you. I was going to say, we kind of, we went wild on that one. (laughs) I think for me, if I was going to build a nursery for somebody, honestly, like it would be such a simple nursery get that crib and have really nice like padded bar runners Ooh, and a rocking chair and a changing table of course um the changing table would actually be built into a dresser yes Um, gotta be and have a few different mobiles a couple of different things in there and the one thing that i would really like to put in there possible it it would require the room to be fairly big so this is kind of one of those like if the room is big enough is a hanging is a a hanging porch bed Ooh. so like it's straight up you you hang it into the same kind of point that you would hang a suspension point 
Right. So you hang it right into like a solid like load bearing I-beam. Like um, you can hang it into an I-beam. You can hang it into supports. And then it sits kind of like a little tent, but it's a flat mm -mm. padded circular bed. And it's just made for snuggling. It's like I love the it. most beautiful thing. And it's the simplest, like just easy peasy nursery, but it's very wholesome and just very lovely. You know, there's something to be said for simplicity, you know, and that's like an aesthetic I really love. It's just like utilitarian, mil uh, when minimalistic hey, is a word I'm trying to find. It's just like there's something beautiful about simplicity. If I want to, if I have a little that wants to go and play and do something, my city's got plenty of things that I can go and do. So, yeah, you do. Just I can't saying. believe I can't believe I didn't mention this. But if Bundy wasn't an object, I would have a flotilla of puffy paws. Of course Just, you would. Course, I mean, yes, I would. I would have, like, multiples of all the toys that they ever produced. So, okay. I don't think I've talked about this on the show, but my number one fantasy is I want to have... Okay, so when I was in college, a million years ago, when I was in college, I went to visit... Um, we were on like fall break and I went down uh, to the University of Dayton because I my freshman year, that's where I went. So I went from the college I was at at the time, packed up stuff from my dorm, drove down to my friend's dorm, which they had like a quad, which is effectively a giant goddamn dorm room with four bedrooms. It's like basically an apartment and their bedroom was uh, sorry, their bathroom like was huge. But their shower specifically was this, the size of, like, a garage. I'm not joking when I say I could fit my Toyota Corolla in there. It was huge. Like, two shower heads. There's enough room to have, like, a party in there. And I was like, this is awesome. And then I got to thinking, oh, fuck. I can fit so many toys in here and have wet and wild fun. And that has been my number one fantasy forever. It's just a giant goddamn shower that's really nice and steamy and hot. Maybe get some slime in on the fun, throw some puffy paws in there, and just get like slip and slide all the fuck over them and just like come everywhere. <laughs> that's number one, number one fantasy. You're that or like a locker room. Sounds just messy. like a exactly. Because in a locker room shower that I have the lock to, and it's just me, because fuck that, uh, in a giant locker room shower where it's nice and steamy, I can just throw slime all over the place, all over the toys, and just get all squeaky, and it'd be great. Number one fantasy. I actually have art of uh, Jasmine doing it to a Puffy Paws wolf. In a locker room shower. I'll have to, like, dig that up sometime. But I absolutely have old art of that. So, yeah. That is right. what I would do. If money was no object, giant shower. Giant shower. There you have it, folks. Giant whip shower. out the boob. Whip out <laughs> the boob. <laughs> oh, I whip out the boob so hard on that. Oh, God, I'm never going to live that down, am I? And whip out the boob. <laughs> Whip out uh, the boob. <laughs> whip out the boob. Next question. Hey. Uh, th oh, this one's from Sky, otherwise known as Cloud Puddles. Um, we also we also call her, you know, the little leaky lamb. And sometimes or Baba little, sheep. Yeah. Sometimes we even call it a little rain cloud. Oh, the but, little rain cloud. That's so cute. Oh my god. Yeah. I have so much dirt on her. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> her mommy and I talk a lot. Just saying. For, yeah, that's the that's the vibe I've gotten. I her mommy's really cool, and we we Aww. chit chat and we talk about stuff, and we talk about her, and you know, as adults do. Oh yeah, mommies talk. As adults do. Mm -hmm. I am directly responsible for that padding situation of hers. Uh, <laughs> that's good for her. I remember you telling me. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, I can only imagine. 
I love that she has so many cloth diapers. It's so easy to embarrass her. Ooh. See, that's something I've always wanted to, like, get into. And something I've always been curious about because, you know, that's a lot more eco-friendly. And also, they're, like, thick and soft. Mm, Yes. I... The one thing you're going to have to understand and you're going to have to kind of get used to is that straight up, it doesn't feel the same when wet. Oh. And cloth diapers will get um, cold a lot faster. Oh, no. Uh-uh. So think about, like... And, I mean, they're different depending on the brands you get, but, like, they're not designed for long-term use and wear like a disposable is, where, you mm. know, a cloth one... It's sometimes, you know, think about, like... Um, the kind of feeling that you have when you, you know, you know, when you have like that really hot, humid rain where it's like it doesn't break the humidity, but it rains, but the rain is warm. Yep. And it, you know, your T-shirt is soaked and it's just sticking to your skin and it's just kind of gross and not fun. And you've got and you've got under boob sweat. Think about that on your butt. I don't think I want under boob sweat on my butt. So I think I will it, pass. It's for sure an adjustment. That said, they are super duper great to double as diaper covers and add a ton of extra bulk. That does sound though. That does sound like something I'd be into. So those that's that does have its perks. Yes. Um the little rain what clouds the- question. Aw. Is uh sorry, you were gonna say something. <laughs> oh no, I was literally about to ask what her question was. Oh wow. we get off topic a lot, so um, dear Jazzy, this is this is good content. <laughs> Do you have a set of psychological trigger words that make you melt like conditioned responses that are just you turning into a puddle? Additionally, are there any pet names that make you squirm? And why is it Mud Puppy? Well, towel girl, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. It's fine. She's coming on the show, so I can say that. Um, There are a lot of words and phrases that make me melt. Uh, And I censored a couple of them on the last episode, so I don't think I need to say any more about that. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) But uh, the name, the name Mud Puppy makes me fucking squirm so hard. Because, like, that's something that's still really, like, new to me. And it's still, like, very, like, embarrassing. But in, like, you know, in, in, like, a in like a good way. As long as people don't, like, really, like, drill it home or anything. But, you know, that that's why. Because it's, it's something that's really new and really embarrassing. In mm-hmm. not necessarily a bad way. But, you know, just a way. And in terms of, like general words and pet names uh daddy has said a lot of them on the show so i would say i don't uh i don't want to say them because i feel like i'm already summoning him upstairs already i feel like any moment he's just going to like appear at the top of the staircase and just like come into Probably the just office like downstairs sitting on the couch and goes the daddy senses have tingled i guarantee you that's what's happening it's because when i'm when i'm doing the show he's down at the kitchen table like doing his work or listening to music, but sometimes between songs, he can hear the show happening. And he's just like, oh, I burr, 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 burr. caregiver hive mind. Caregiver hive mind. Exactly. Yep. So, yup. Um, thankfully, he yeah. did not hear me, which means that I'm not going to get, uh, I'm not, I'm, it's, see, it's not even roasted. He broils me. He doesn't roast me. He broils me. <laughs> and it's so good. That's like a step beyond roasting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so, we have a question from Fluffy Nate. Pronouns. He, him. Ooh, I like this question. Dear Jazzy, are you into rope play? And if so, why? Yes. 
Why? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh yeah. Roleplay is wonderful. I love it. Uh, it feels good. It is very aesthetic. It is good stim. It is deep pressure sensation. Uh, it's bondage. Uh, it's artistic expression for your partner. You are bound for your partner. You can be suspended. You can be tied down. You can be put into weird shapes and positions you didn't even know your body can make. <laughs> it is so good. And the best part, your partner can do anything within consent. They want to you, and you can't do anything about it. And it's so good, and I love it. So that's why. Did I ever tell you the story about the predicament bondage that we did when I lived at the dungeon house? Maybe. Remind the us. Zipper and the bucket. I think you may have said it on your first episode, but please tell us the story again. It's so much fun. You know, bondage is just really good. It, you it's know, the best. Play, it's one of those rope play is one of the few um, types of scenes that you'll see me both bottom and top. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I did rope, I did a, a I did a, a gauntlet on my calf. So like you wrap from your lower calf muscle right up to your upper calf muscle. And it's this really tight, um, basically casing around your calf. And then the, the person I was doing it with threw the rope over the, um, the support beam in the ceiling that's designed for uh, suspension. And the next thing I know, she just throws all of her weight into it, and I'm up in the air. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you crazy. would be flying. <laughs> like that's that's a, that's a big feat. I'm a pretty I'm a, I'm a pretty tall person. Like I'm not I'm not exactly like you know a feather, but it was it was interesting. It was it was some good did fun. You, did you hit your head on the way up? Like. I can only assume like you were swept off your feet. You know what I mean? Or were I you mean, already only... like lying down? <laughs> she did the she did the gauntlet when I was like I was sitting down, so she did the gauntlet around my leg and then mm. she's like, Okay, I'm gonna just do this thing and whoa and the next thing I know I'm up in the air. And I mean I'm not even like completely off the ground because all that was there was my one leg. So like my legs are flying everywhere. I have one leg just straight up in the air. Basically only my shoulders are touching the ground. It was crazy. The booby got whipped out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I may have already been mostly naked by that point. The boobies were pre-whipped, pre-whipped boobies. Actually, they were. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of work. Like I've done a lot of bottoming in impact play because I, I use it as a. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get more information and more um, experience with it. And that scene was just gnarly. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I think I've mentioned it before. It was the scene where uh, um, the only rule of the scene was if you open your eyes, you close, we end the scene. And it Mm. was, uh, so I was uh, freshly beaten, very bruised. Um, had a good cry. Was a good time. And then oh, I was just... When you cry in a scene, to... it's so good. You know, it's funny because the person who was doing it, like, I had my, you know, my the top in my scene, um, he he's really, really good. And he was kind of getting to his limit. So, like, he, he'd be, like, quite mean and, and, you know, forceful with me. And then the people watching just see his face and like his expression and he's mouthing words to them going, Oh my God, I hate it. So sorry. I feel so bad. (laughs) It's funny because like I, I end up reading out of the scene because I was just, I was, uh, you were just, let me tell you getting beat with skipping ropes is. (sighs) Oh fuck that dude. Hurts. (laughs) I think I read that. I think I read it out of that scene about four strikes before he was going to read out. So, I mean, we, we know each other pretty well, but like, God. Damn. <laughs> Fuck, that sucks. So there the boobs some... were freshly whipped out. They were very stripy. <laughs> Ooh, good. 
So it was there are there are some brutal implements at our local dungeon, and there is a time I'll see if I'll see if I can like dig up the photo. But there's a time that Daddy was. Uh, I was getting I was getting flogged all over, and so he would like I was up on a cross, and then he would turn me over on the cross, and then do the other side, and then turn me over, and then do the other side again. By the time, and keep in mind, I had my diaper on. By the time the night was over, my entire ass was black. It was from just bruises, and it was so good, like Kimmy oh, yeah. level of bruises. It was so good and it was just brutal and it was so good. There's just something really magical about getting beaten senseless. You know what I mean? Where you're just like a mess and you're just like hanging off of the cross or whatever. And you're just like actively drooling and just like, and you're just like stupid from it. And it's just so good. That's like my favorite thing. It's, so good yeah 100 percent. it's so, it's <laughs> i just hear like aggressive typing <laughs> and you're like yeah it's so good yeah you're like writing down notes for your next fan fiction hey you know don't call me out <laughs> call out post <laughs> so yes the answer to the question is yes we, we do like rope play and why because it's rope play and awesome because it's rope play and we love rope play. Yes. What's the next question? Oh, you sent in this question. Oh, heck. Oh, hell. Heck this one's yeah. for me. Heck yeah. So, uh, you know, dear Jazzy, supposing that public spaces were, you know, always kink friendly, would you rather be taken to the park for a picnic in a stroller, a pram, a wagon? Explain your choice. Uh, I do not have little space feelings towards strollers or prams. However, wagons are really freaking cute. And in my opinion, are acceptable for all ages and head spaces. Because it's like, I have seen so many people in like shop trolleys and like of all ages. And I know like I've done that. Just as like a joke at like Walmart at one in the morning where it's just like, ha ha, I'm in the shopping cart, LOL. Like every fucking girl has done at some point. And it's just like, I don't know. I guess I better return just like, my girl card. I've never done it. <laughs> it. It's like a very like hashtag basic thing to do alongside like oh, my Starbucks. That explains it. I'm just not chronically basic. Chronically basic. <laughs> I think it's it's so funny when because in the server I was described as a goth valley girl and I cannot think of a more apt description for me than gothic valley girl. That tracks. That makes sense. It it does. It really does. But I would say a wagon because you know there's something really cute with like a red radio flyer wagon just getting pulled along by your CG. Although if this was, you know, an alternative universe where real children did not exist and we lived in a world that ran on BDSM, like social dynamics and everything. If we lived in that society, I think it would be so cute to do a Disney trip with you, me, my daddy, Ruka, Nif, and Ashi. Three caregivers, and then the three of us in one of those like multi Disney strollers. How awesome would that be? That would be pretty sweet. Right? Like that would be th the dopest if I do say so myself. If I can go out on a limb and say I think that would be the shit. I agree with and that. I, I can go with yeah. that. So in that one instance, I would say stroller. All other instances, I would say wagon. And that is why. There you go. And there it is. Next question. Mm, this is a really important question. 
This um, is. This is not a hee-haw funny one. This is from Rebecca. She, her. Dear Jazzy, as a trans woman, how do I become more confident in myself? I feel very bad and worthless, and I want to find my self-worth. As trans women, I think we can both look at this question and say, mood. Um, that is one of the biggest hurdles in hashtag the trans experience is, um, is finding that confidence and learning to, you know, approach that, this, the feelings of low self-esteem and like trying to like earn that confidence. Because if you think about it, like when you transition either socially, medically, or however you define your own transition, you know, you're effectively meeting your true self for the first time. And like, you're learning how to like, it's like meeting like a new partner. Like you feel each other out, like you and the person you see in the mirror, those that's a brand new person to you. You're seeing yourself in like a whole new light and you know, it is, it's awkward and it takes time and it's not easy, but you know, that's just something that comes with time. And, you know, all the questions you've been sending into the show have been really, really, really good and have spurred so much good hashtag trans discussion. Uh, Mimi, what would you say? Cause usually when we talk about trans stuff, uh, daddy's on the show to talk about the trans boy perspective, but what is the perspective as, another trans woman in this, in this, in this discussion. Mm, well, um, I can tell you that I feel you and I hear you. Like my transition has been a messy one to start with, but the things that help me at least is you know, when we take time and we self-reflect and we think about the things um, about ourselves, you know, what are the things that we like about ourselves? Like, what are the things that we like doing, the things that we do well, the things we enjoy? And you really just, you got to latch on to those and remember mm -hmm. that your self-worth and well, your worth, period, is not based on anybody else. Right. It is based on 100% what you take from your experiences and what you put into yourself. It can be something as, as you know, for me, one of the things that I, um, that helped me a lot, um, particularly with tackling like my self-confidence with my appearance is that I have been told like left, right and center that I have like stupidly gorgeous eyes. I can see it, I guess. I have sometimes a tough time believing it, but like at the same time, you know, whenever I kind of do do up my makeup in that yeah i can see it and it's like one of those little things that i i try and remind myself and hold on to it and it helps me build my own confidence the big thing for me actually like um that helps me get through like dysphoria and helps me get through confidence is just knowing and you know enjoying the fact that i like mommy space and that i am damn good at it so I've been told, at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were a professional. I mean, to quote Chloe from The Usual Bet, your mommy energy is top shelf. <laughs> I love that. Top shelf energy. So, That's so cute. Somebody else told me that my, my energy was peak. So, like, it's pretty good, you know? Um, and that helps me a lot. Like, that gives me a lot of confidence in what I do. And... It's really just like really. Tr 
trying to latch onto those things that make you feel good about yourself. Even if they're the smallest things, it doesn't have to be big. Anything that helps you feel good can help you build confidence. And the big thing and the hardest thing is you got to do it for you. Don't worry about anybody Absolutely. else. The people that should be and want to be in your life are going to be there until the end. You put yourself first and you really just kind of just own it, you know? Yeah. Because you're you and you're beloved and you're fantastic and you're you and there is only one you. Right. And no one can define your self-worth. A lot of the times, a lot of the times I see trans people base their self-worth based on their quote unquote passability, which the idea of passing is a is based on bullshit Victorian beauty standards, is Eurocentric, is perpetuated by the patriarchy, and it's just like shit. So fuck it. Trans rights are for every trans person, not just for the quote unquote passable ones. <clears throat> because every trans person, if we're, if it's just, I, I get so angry about the term passing because it's such like a bullshit concept. And trans people should really base their worth on themselves and not what, not on like external criterion. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm like very like animated at my desk. This is a podcast. No one can see me, but I'm very like animated right now. I'm like gesturing wildly. When it, this happens, whenever I speak of the patriarchy. <laughs> But yeah, no, um, I don't think I can say anything that Mimi hasn't already said better, <laughs> if I'm being honest. So yeah, no, you nailed that. It's a good question. And I, ho I hope that, you know, some of this helps and um, I'm not going to speak for Jazzy, but, you know, if you ever need support or have questions or anything, please feel free. DMs are always open and you can, you know, come talk to me about just about anything. And if I don't want to talk about the thing that you want to talk about, I'll let you know. But like, we're very forward place. people. It's a safe place. And if you ever need support or advice, please, DMs are open. You can absolutely speak for me. My DMs are open as well. Yeah, well, my my response yeah. times may vary, but they are always open. Brings us to our last question. Last one. Ooh, this is good. So this is from Lyra. Pronouns she her. I feel like up. the way that this written, I feel like it just it needs to be like, dearest Jasmine. Princess of Puddles, Regent of Beach Toys, Empress of uh, the Ever-Glorious Ludes, Ever-Shining Star, First of Her Name, and a Big Stinky Mud Puppy. Wow. How much wood would a woodchuck if woodchuck could chuck wood? L lots of wood. <laughs> this has been Dear Jazzy. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> okay, but you nailed that, though. <laughs> you nailed that. Did you have any I'm sorry, go ahead. Play the play the outro music. Yeah. Oi. Oi ve. Oh, any closing thoughts? Uh I'm just gonna say that with everything that's going on right now, guys, just stay safe. And uh Take care of each other. There's not enough love going around in the world right now, and we need some more of it. Absolutely. That's how we win this. Exactly. That's how we win this. So without further ado, Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com. You can check out my Patreon there to help the ongoing production of the show. Please check that out. If you like the show, get you some Jazzy nudes. 
get you some jazzy nudes. They are high quality. And this month, you can see pool toy shit. So that's good. Um, please donate to the Ruka fundraiser. She could really use it. Please donate to the Patreon. The show could really use it. Uh, hit me up if you want to join our Discord community. It is really rad. And I think that's it. I am Jasmine Starshine. And I'm Mimi. Thank you for joining us. See ya. Thank you.